in our industry, it becomes very secretive that you're mm-hmm. leaving yes. and it beca- becomes very negative. And um, is it truly personal? No, it is not. But um, sometimes people will try to make it personal. Yes. And, and that is the hard thing. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. We are coming off of a break week. Um, I'm not sure if you saw my Instagram post, Abby. I I took a picture of me in my bed with like my covers up over and was like, took the week off (laughs) from our podcast. How did I miss that? I don't know. You didn't comment on it. So I was like, it must not be great. But Abby got to go on vacation. She went to Nantucket. Yeah. It was It looked so cool from everything I've seen. And I want to go as well. Um, but we just decided like this is real life. And, you know, we encourage you to take a break if you need to, not just mm-hmm. hustle, hustle, hustle. So we took the week off. So we're back ready mm-hmm. for a new episode. I am very passionate about the topic today um, because this is a situation that just happened to me. So today we are talking about what to do, what happens, how you feel, all the things about losing a renter in your space. Oof. I know it's 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 hard. So as we've talked about in the past, Abby and I have done both commission and booth rental salon. So this is specifically in my booth rental salon. Um, we have six chairs. We have had the same six stylists from the very beginning, from the day we opened. And I recently lost uh, one of my stylists. So I think we'll talk a little bit about that today. And I know, Abby, you've been through similar situations, correct? Have I ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I need how many hours is this podcast? Yeah, no, I've, I've it's been 20 minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> And, and and really, it doesn't even matter whether it's um, rental or commission. And I'll say that from experience because I've lost from both um, mm-hmm. ways. Um, it still hurts deep. Well, sometimes, oh, but it still hurts deep. So it does. But it's it's a part of our industry mm-hmm. and maybe something that's not talked about enough because there is probably a stigma attached to it. Like if For you sure. lose a hairdresser, it's the owner's fault or there's something that you're doing wrong. And where I do think that this is part of it, mm-hmm. I also think that's just part of life. Like people yes. come, they go, they move on, they grow, they expand and or they just want something different. Yeah. I love this conversation because I do feel like in the last handful of years through social media and stuff, I see people, uh, coaches saying like, um, if your stylist leaves, it's your fault as the owner. And like, mm-hmm. uh, of course there's, we always have to learn from it, but, um, I, I love that we're going to like kind of take the shame away from it because it does happen and it's okay. And it doesn't mean you're the worst owner, boss, whatever. Um, yes. So let's get into it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I'm just going to dive right into kind of like my situation. So, um, you know, from the beginning with my girls and and this is also such a great learning time for me a great learning experience i i think i've gained a lot of insight as to what i'm looking for in potential stylists but also maybe where i went wrong and the first place i went wrong is i was in no contract salon yes everybody's out there like oh my gosh well i took this idea from someone i had rented from previously and he had always said if you I'm not going to have you sign a contract because if you don't want to be here, you just bring the space down. Your negativity. 
Wait, hold on. Sorry to interrupt, but just so I can understand more. When you say no contract, does that mean no lease? Yes, I guess that's the word I'm saying wrong. Okay. All right. Lease. Well, con- contract would be if, if it's an employee, you haven't signed a contract. Right. Okay. 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 So She's this right. is like a legal binding lease. Lease. Yeah. lease. lease is the word I'm looking for. I'm like okay. mixing and matching commission and, and yes. booth rentals. So lease is the word I'm looking for. I did not have them sign a lease. Well, to be honest with you, Abby, I didn't have them sign anything. Right. Right. Nothing. Like oh, not that a scares me. Okay. Okay. All right. right. So now, so yeah. I'm not wrong. It is a contract. Now, no contract, no lease, nothing. It right. was just like, you know, the good old boy system, like let's handshake and go. Right. And right. it works. Like it really did. I mean, Sydney Co has been open for almost four years, like four years. We had no issues and mm-hmm. we just, we all worked really well together. Um, so she ended up texting me on a Sunday that she wasn't coming in on a Monday. So it gave me like zero time to fill the seat, prepare mentally, understand what's going on. Um, So I think that was my first lesson in all of this. So I went in, we had a meeting with the rest of the girls and like, hello, hi, it's me. (laughs) I love everything. I love all of you, but it's, we're going to do a lease and we're going to do a contract. So now that's what we're doing. So like I was saying, I mean, before was this, this guy had told me the guy who I rented from before was like, if you don't want to be here, I don't want you here because if your negative energy will bring the space down type deal. So I didn't make it the least terms like you're in locked in for a year. It was just give me 30 days notice so that Mm -hmm. I have 30 days to prepare and refill the chair. So it was a huge lesson and and learning experience for me. I took it really personally um for about a second or maybe yeah. a day. Yeah. Um because I just I didn't see it coming at all. I was like completely blindsided. I just felt like the six of us always all worked so well together. Um and then I started to realize like it it's not a personal thing. Like mm-hmm. she was doing what she needed to do to help herself and better her business. And that's not a personal attack on me. It's just, you know, it's just what happens. Yes, it does. So, so did you have them? So everyone else is there has signed a lease now. Yes. With yes. no terms as in how long the lease is for, but just if you're leaving, give me 30 days. Correct. So basically they're kind of like on a month to month. They are on a month-to-month lease, right. and yes, they have to give me 30 days, so an entire month okay. to prepare. I mean, and it, that's, it, it, that's it, a nice change for you to go from yeah. nothing to – you don't want to like go from everything, nothing exactly. to everything with your renters right off the bat. And it's a good marry of between the two, the two things, right? So like no lease to like we're ha- going to have some type of lease. It's a good marry where it's not just like – you know, too much. I, cause I still do feel the same way. I still do feel the same way. Like, and, and I have told the girls, my renters from the beginning, like there's never going to be hard feelings. Like I want you guys to grow. If it's not with me, that's fine. If you need something else, just like, let me know. And I still do feel that way. So I didn't want to be like, but you have to stay for an entire year. And this is what it looks like. Right. I know the thing is with my experience of, um, owning a commission and now rental, I have always said those things. I've always conveyed that, but it's not, always the outcome that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, just tell me, I want to be able to support you. I want, I, I want you to grow. I want you to, if you feel like you need to move on, then I want you to move on. But, um, I've experienced probably more often than not, um, the opposite of where in our industry, it becomes very secretive. 
that you're mm-hmm. leaving yes. and it beca- becomes very negative. And um, is it truly personal? No, it is not. But um, sometimes people will try to make it personal. Yes. And, and that is the hard thing. And, and what I learned was, yeah, there will be people that will maybe leave your salon and say negative things about you or your business or their coworkers or whatever, but they have to find a reason. And I don't want to generalize everybody, but I've just found as a whole um, that they have to justify their leaving. Right. Especially if it's not a kumbaya and they, if, if they were being secretive, then, then I've just found that that has happened. They justify it. And I used to take it so personally, like, oh my gosh, I'm trying so hard. Like maybe I'm not perfect, but like, my gosh, they're painting me to be this like terrible mean mm-hmm. boss. And I'm not that I'm not trying to be. And I wish they would just would have spoken to me and talked to me about it. But um, it's just easy to say I'm leaving because of this and that and um, villainizing the the owner. And I know yeah. I'll get like so much flack for saying that, like, because I know that stylists have worked for owners that they could not stand. And right. And that is sometimes about. the case. Yes. 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 But it is hard for us business owners too. It is hard. It is. It and is. I feel like in, in our industry and in a social media aspect, we see a lot of the discussions being about the the stylist that is leaving and what is fair for them. And us salon owners aren't even allowed to have fairness. Like, well, we deserve it. Like, or um, you own a business. This is what you signed up for. And it's like, but we're human. Right. I 100% agree with what you're saying. And it's just like, as you're talking, I'm like thinking it through like my feelings going back to that. And like, yeah, but what you said made sense. It's like in your own brain, if you're the stylist leaving, you have to like justify why. And maybe, maybe it's not a hundred percent accurate, but that's how you feel at the time. So again, it's just one of those things where I don't know. I, again, I was total, I was blindsided. So I was like, oh my gosh, I did not see this one coming at all, but I'm happy to say, um, I filled the chair within a week. So yeah, that's amazing. And so how did you fill the chair? Yeah. So, Okay. Um, I had, I have, I don't know if we've talked about this in the past. Actually, this would be a great episode. Um, I had a student from one of the cosmetology schools who was working to assist me on Mondays. Um, but she was still finishing up her cosmetology program. And so she would just come in on Wednesday nights and just like with my other assistant, we would just work in cahoots and I was like teaching her things and doing all these things. And I just like loved this girl. And it's kind of like a divine intervention thing. Like the way my life has been playing out lately. It's just like these little things that have happened. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I just really want to work here. I'm like, I know, but I don't, I don't have any space. Like, you know, it's just not the right time, but maybe in the future, but you could assist me now and then like, you know, do whatever else. So it just like it. And then that happened like two weeks later. It was like crazy. I'm like, um, so I had a conversation with her quickly about that. So, you know, it kind of fell into my lap. I didn't really have to do a bunch of marketing or looking, but I do attribute the fact that I am very present in the schools and and always bringing on students. And that does help the situation Mm -hmm. when you come into something like this. Yes, for sure. And I, I love the what you're saying is like, you know, basically one door closes and another door opens. And that is so true. If you are an owner and you've lost somebody, you're going to grieve. You're going to be upset. That's inevitable. But 
really look at it as it can open the doors for someone who's even a better fit. Because like, Mm -hmm. even if someone you were blindsided, you had no idea this person was going to leave you. If you look back, it, it doesn't mean that they were a bad stylist or you were a bad boss. It can just mean it wasn't a right fit for the two exactly of you. that way. Right? And I think that's what it was. Yes. Ultimately, she needed something that was more like a like a sweet base, like a smaller, yes. just she wants to work on her own, which I totally understand. So yes, right. I see exactly what you're saying. And it makes makes perfect sense when you really break it down and look at it like that. It, yeah. And, but it's so hard. And it's been a learned thing for me to not take it personally because I care so much. And then that's the downfall. Like when mm-hmm. you care so much and then something like that happens, it um, it devastates you. So I don't want to share my like devastating yes. stylist left me story. Oh yes. God. I don't think I could have talked about this even just like uh, a year or two ago because it was very traumatic for me. Aww. Oh my God. Boo-hoo. Friend. So um, this was years ago when I was a commission salon and um, we were booming. We were going. It was great. Um, and it was... Let me see here. A couple of days before Christmas one year, and um, and we had one day left to work Saturday, Saturday before Christmas, and then it was the first time ever in the history of my career and my salon we were going to close the salon from Christmas through New Year's. Wow! So, so excited! It was the first time I was actually going to be able to enjoy break with my kids. I was so pumped. So, end of the day Friday, we still have all day Saturday. My two top stylists top booked, busy stylist. One said, can I talk to you? Pulls me into my office. The other one follows my style. No, No. talk about blindsided. They sat down and they were like, we appreciate everything you've done for us. And like, they were trying to say all the nice things and they're like, but we're leaving. And I'm like, I didn't even say words. I was so, so just shocked. And I was like, when is your last day? And they're like, right now. So they weren't even what? Gonna, yeah, they weren't even gonna work their fully booked Saturday before Christmas. They were going to suites, um, and which is fine. Um, but I uh yeah, so so um I was like, okay. And then I'm just I was so shocked. I I was clueless. Um, and so then I'm like, okay, well, you can um I, I think at the point they were going to work the next day, kind of, I, I said, okay, so then you can finish. That's what it was. I said, you can finish your day tomorrow and then pack up your stuff and go. And they looked at each other real weird. And they're like, okay. Cause they weren't planning on working Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> because you were, they thought you'd be like, okay, then leave. Get out. Yes. And that's yes. the thing with our industry. They thought I would say get out. And I would have been, no, actually I would have been like, let's do two weeks and work it out. You know? Right. Right. I would have done that for, not just for them, but for me too. And, and to, so, so they ended up texting me like right after that, I'm like, actually we're done. Um, we want to come get our stuff. And I'm like, you can get your stuff at the end of the day, Saturday. So what did I have to do? I had my entire full book for that Saturday before Christmas. And I had their full books for that Saturday before Christmas. And they weren't going to another, there's new salon yet. They weren't starting until the first of the year. They just didn't want to do it. It was a, to me, it felt like a screw you. We're not working. We're not going to work that Saturday. Screw you. Like they left all their clients high and dry. So, um, what do I do? I had to do all of theirs and all of my clients. Oh my gosh. And then had to sit on that over your break that you were supposed to just enjoy time with your family and you're just distraught. I'm sure. Um, I have never, even now to this day, my husband was like, that took me 
almost a year to mentally get over it, it, it. And so weird. And it's like, why Abby, like, why would that have taken me so long? It was such a hit to me. And I don't know why mentally it was Yeah, I felt depressed. I felt anxious. I felt sick. I just, um, now looking back, I can see, you, you can always look back and be like, oh, Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, Ooh, this makes sense. God, I should have known. And this is, that is the learning curve there. Um, and also I'm always, you know, this about me, like, what can I do better? I always right. look at myself. I'm not like, there it is. I'm not that person. Um, but I'm like, okay, what can I do better? So I think that's what put me in this depressive state for a solid six months. Yeah. Because I was beating myself up so hard about it. Like, oh my God, I'm a terrible boss. I'm this. Like, who do I think I am? All the imposter syndrome stuff started to set in. Um, and in that, <clears throat> um, I then wasn't a good leader for the rest of my team. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was I, the I can totally understand that. Truly, it was the downfall of my commission slot. It was uh, a downfall of my mental capacity. For I was gonna say salon. your ability to have yeah. mentally have yeah. a commission salon. It was. Because if you can't handle those losses and those that the, that feeling, then it's like, what am I doing? Like, I can't. That's like almost the fear that it's going to happen again. Oh, and so it's like well. you can't get over it. That's exactly what I was just going to say. It's like if you were in some, it's so weird how it can feel like you're in a relationship that you were cheated on mm-hmm. and now you it's hard to trust going yeah. forward. And that's what that felt like. I just felt like, okay, are these people going to leave me? What am I going to do? I was afraid to hire more people. I, it was, it, I, it filled me full of fear. Mm-hmm. And then to work more to make up and all these things. And it was, and so I wasn't a good leader for the rest of my team. And after that, I had even another stylist leave a year later who was completely unhappy with me, completely, because I was an MIA, MIA boss. I just came in, I did what I needed to do. I wasn't that person you all know who I am now, this vibrant go getter, market mm-hmm. it, do all these things, have excitement and passion behind it, dead, gone. That person was gone for a year. Yeah. And um, so I don't blame that stylist for being upset with me and leaving me. And it was after all of that, that I was like, I could build back. You can always build back. Always, always, always. But I thought mentally, do I want to go there again? Do mm-hmm. I feel, is this good for me and my family and everything? Can I do it? Heck yes, I can do it. Of course I can. But do I want to put myself through that? Do I need to put myself through that? And that's what led me to switching to rental. Because yeah. and, and it was strongly encouraged with my husband. He was like, I see you. I know you. And and I I fought it for a long time. And then after a while, I'm like, I have to give just my brain a break. My right, my emotions, my trust. I need to build trust in my business again. It's like I didn't yeah. trust my business anymore. And so I'm happy to report report. It's been like probably two years since I went rental and it was the best decision of my life. Well, it's so interesting because we have different, we have totally same story, but different situations. Opposite. Opposite. One of us commission, one of us is rent and like these things. So it's like you preface in the very beginning, like this can go either way. This is not just for a booth rental situation. It's not just for a commission-based situation. It happens in both scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um, and no matter what, it leaves you feeling a little bit, I hate to use the word jaded, but it does, it does. It creates, it creates a fear. So I, 
I don't know. I love when we we talk about I love when we talk about our funny stuff and do all the crazy things, but like it's like the hard stuff that's really just, you know, a the the balancing of the emotions of our business and our industry and our life and we're dealing with people in a sale in a uh service industry. So you're dealing with so many personalities and different things coming your way. I don't know, it just it makes you feel a little less lonely when you know other people are going yes. through or have been through some of the same things that you have. Well, and nobody shares these stories like we right. are. And gosh, if I would have known that someone else had dealt with this and felt these ways and went through all these things, then maybe I wouldn't have beat myself up so much. Right. Because it's a I stigma. Just like I was the only one that was yes. the worst. Yes, because people don't want to talk about it because of the stigma. Yeah. And even for a second, I hesitated being like, should we talk about this? And I'm like, yeah. yes. Whenever I feel like with us, it's like whenever we hesitate to talk about something, we should absolutely talk about it because it's like resonate the most with the it. most. Yeah. Those are yeah. like the ones where like that was that sucked to talk about, but yeah. we should definitely talk about it because someone needs to talk about it. Yeah. Whenever we have like a vulnerability hangover, it's gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's We're horrible. Let everyone um, benefit off of our suffering. That's what we'll do. <laughs> yes. And then hopefully you can avoid it. So yes. actually that leads me to my next part. Is there a way and do you, do you think that there is a way that you can avoid this? Is this an avoidable loss or is this just part of our job? Well, I don't think you can avoid losing um, stylists at your salon, whatever your whatever your way that you do it. Um, but what you can do is avoid the hurt and the beating yourself up and all the negative emotions that go along with it. And like you said earlier, be like, this is um, this is the turnover of our industry, and turnover is a good thing. It is. I, think. I when agree. you're when you're turning over, that means you're getting someone else in there. You're yes. not, if, but if you're just losing, you're losing. But right. Turnover. This is called. And let turnover. me tell you. Let me tell you about our new stylist. It's so funny. We like are all like really excited. She's young. You know, she's got this like hip personality. She came in the other day with like the coolest hat on, like a like a trucker hat, and it. like just like the sweetest outfit. And we're all just like staring at her, like wow. So the turnover is good because she's yeah. gonna bring this youthful element yeah. that's really cool and unique and something that we're, we've been missing for a minute. So I'm really excited about what's to come. So yes. yeah, I agree with you. Turnover is good. And do I think that you can always avoid, you know, this kind of situation? No. Um, like I said, you know, I do see where there are things that I had, I, I went wrong and wish I had done different. Um, I believe that if you are listening to this and you are a renter who doesn't, or at least, or what am I trying to say? If you are an owner who has renters and you do not have them on a lease, just protect yourself with at least that that month to month, that thirty day window. Learn that from me, um, and avoid the blind side, the complete blind side of what do I do on Monday. That is the biggest takeaway for me from all of this. Um, so from that, I am glad that I was able to learn that and protect myself going forward. And another thing that one of my good friends was telling me who's also a stylist at the salon, you know, when I was having a nervous breakdown, she said, Kelsey, this is your opportunity. You know, the last year has been really hard on you. When you came into this, this first came into the stores and opened up the salon, you were larger than life. And you just, mm -hmm. every one of us looked at you like, wow, like we want, we want to be like her. And this year has taken a really hard toll on you. And it's understandable why this is your chance to start over. Doesn't yes. that feel good? I was like, oh, 
Yes, it actually does. It does feel good. Advice. Great advice. Yes. Yeah. So I love that. I think, and that's what that turnover is. It brings a fresh new perspective and it brings new energy and it reminds you of your why. It reminds you of your passion and it Mm -hmm. can bring that out in you again. And so, um, yeah, I, I agree. Just look at turnover as a good thing. And I will say this, these are my last words on this. Um, my fear of turnover and losing people in the past held my business and myself back big yes. time. It kept me stuck. And so now I embrace turnover. If somebody is not happy and they want to move on, I want to celebrate them, set them up in their new space the best that I can and, and direct their clients that way so I can make space for somebody else that can bring in a new energy and the next space to my salon. So I... I now embrace it, which I not would not have said that three years ago. No. Look at us. Change is a good thing. 